Good morning. Good morning. What the fuck? Brilliant. Brilliant. Desperado. I just wanted to see a beautiful man and a beautiful woman on the screen at the same time. What? How did this come up? I, this is, so there, basically I decided since um, this is just like a fucking podunk show that couldn't get a, I have to get like the only kind of professional athletes I can get are CrossFitters and Hydrox athletes. Hydrox? Hyrox? Hydroxy guys. Are. Next, I'm going to get the GORUCK champion. Guy, that guy, that, that CEO guy's 12,000 followers. That's huge for me. Anyway, that's a so instead of getting, I don't need big guests. I just take pe- people on Instagram I love. Like there's this guy, Sean G. Like he gives like advice. Like he'll be at a gas station, jump, jump out of his car. He's like, yo, what's up, player? I'm Sean G. Listen, you don't just need a bitch with big old titties and a fat ass. You need a bitch who got cash, player. And then like, and every week I have him on the show giving like advice. And so, like, since I'm just a, since I'm no fucking Joe Rogan, I just will just I just go to people's Instagram accounts and they will be my guests. And that chick's gonna be a regular now. I just love her creativity. Do you know what? these people? No, I don't. But they put their shit on Instagram, so I might as well make my show like better using their creative. I mean, that was great, wasn't it? You could hit it again if you want to. Yeah, I mean, it is so good. Her whole account is. You guys don't start just going over to account watching sh- stuff. Let me slow drip it to you over the next couple of years either. Don't go there. Oh I just like this. Look at this. You know, can you hear the, can you hear the music too? Oh yeah. yeah it's, it's really nice. creative. I mean, it's <laughs> And look how close she gets to the camera. People got upset with me when I unfollowed everybody and it was because half of my feed was girls like this and the other half of my Desperado. This guy is lifting weights all day long. I, like, I got to get out of this portal of just awfulness. Um, I don't follow any beaver unless um, I don't f- follow like any just like chicks who just like just beaver chicks, like chicks who are just using strictly their beauty to garnish followers. Um, besides like the one I have to know you like there's this one that I do that's all she is is thirst right she's just like huge titties small waist big old ass and it's just her like always doing crazy workouts and she's nuts and uh but I only follow her because I know her like like I'm friends with her but other than that it's just it's it's not it's not healthy for my brain it'd be like living it's like living next to Disneyland and just wanting to go there every day and just get drunk I I just can't I can't no I don't want it either I don't want shit to do. (laughs) No, I, but Daniel Brandon doesn't do that though. Like I like her. She like, like you think she just, just does pussy shots. She just does just just uses the power of the beaver. I don't think so. No, I'm not suggesting that. I think there's this humongous rift in the world right now. I mean, she has that power. Don't get me wrong. She got the power, but I think she like, like she was in a pair of shorts and t-shirts and she's on her couch opening the blinds. Fuck. That's good for me. I'm fitty. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, if you think about it, I've thought yes. about this yesterday. Uh, yes. One of my friends, her engagements shot through the roof, through uh-huh. the roof. Uh-huh. And I just said to her, I was like, if we just put this sweater on top of you and a baseball cap and uh-huh. you did all the same exact things that you were doing. Yeah. No one would give a shit. 
I, I told my wife, my, my wife's got this insane body and insane thick red hair. And I said, if you got some huge D titties, a hundred thousand followers would come with it. Immediately. Immediately. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fan though of that, to be honest with you. hundred thousand problems would come with that for your whole household. Right. I don't know. My wife doesn't, my wife could give two shits. I'm telling you, I bought, I bought a brand new car. Brand new. I went into the Toyota dealership and I said, not as nice as, not as nice as your brand new car, but I bought a brand new fucking minivan, 50K, 2017, everything. I just walk in there. I go, I ball. Give me everything. I drive it home and I said, yeah, all that shit wipes your kid's ass. And, and, and my, my wife's inside the house and I go, Hey, I bought you a car. She's like, okay. I'm like, are you going to go out and look at it? She's like, oh yeah. And she goes to the front door. It's parked on the street. So she got to look through the whole front yard and she goes, Oh, thank you. And closes. That's it. That's about as excited as my wife gets. It's a power play. She saves it all for the bedroom. Do people know where you are right now? Um, do you know where I am right now? Yeah, dude. Um, I'm, yeah, I've been telling people this is the home. I'm in Newport beach. We have a fa- fabulous new sponsor benefactor for the show who she has, uh, an incredible, uh, uh, gnarly businesswoman. Um, she's got her hands in fucking everything. And anyway, she has this fat dope pad in Newport beach, right on the beach. And she said, my family and I could stay here for two weeks. Do you know what? And you want to know what's a really good sign too? Mm-hmm. So I've only been here. I've been here like maybe let's say a week. And, um, she already said, Hey, I blocked off another two weeks for you at the end of August to come back. That means I left a good impression. Have you checked behind the pots and the plants and stuff for like cameras and like things that like send out like knockout gas? <laughs> God, I hope my life's that exciting. Have I you, hope have you like seen the movie? Um, What's this joke? Is Hunter now sponsored by Arby's? Does he look because of the hat? Is it the hat? I don't know. People are hack jobs. That, this, no, this, is, this guy's this, got usually good humor. This guy just tears me up usually. I'm glad he's focused on you a little bit. This is aloe yoga. I didn't know this existed until like a week ago blew my mind and this is a hat that i have to remember to bring to florida because i don't want to get sunburned so i've got shit on lockdown quit what's the word you used aloe what aloe yoga that's a color alo but that's a color aloe yoga no 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 this is the brand i don't know you can't oh oh oh, i didn't know about it and my friend said why don't you come to the store with me i gotta get something and i was like i have zero interest it like smelt like different kind of weird um you know spices and like all the girls were like running around like this with their hands in the air. And I was like, I don't want to go in that store. And then I touched one of their sweaters and now I'm, I live in it. Well, I think you can pull anything off. What's amazing. Like I couldn't pull that off, but I know under there you have an amazing body. That's not only show, but there's go. Yeah. So you can dress like you work at Arby's. Yeah. I, um, Sevon, I'm an old housemate. we Brian McDonald. I lived with you in the Sueno house. Are you kidding me? Do these you things actually mean Were you something? homeless? I ran a home. I lived in a, uh, I, re- I lived in a house. No shit. If this guy's really, if this guy really, if this is really true, if this is an old houseman on Isla Vista in the swing on Sueno road, I, Oh, I lived in two different Sueño places. The one where we lived, Brian, did you did you live in the house with me where we lived upstairs or downstairs? In the downstairs house, when I lived downstairs, I ran a homeless shelter in the backyard. 
or, or you could say, or it's a place to come do meth either way. But there were like literally 50, 60 dudes who came in and out of there. This is a big thing. I mean, if he used to live in a homeless shelter with you and now he has access to a computer and he has, I ran, I ran the homeless shelter motherfucker. I didn't, well, I lived there too, but I ran it. <laughs> didn't you live in a van across the street? I did that too. Yeah. I but I was going to college and I just let homeless people just pile into my backyard intense. Oh shit. Yep, this is one of the dudes who lived in the backyard. Wow. Beowulf? What a small world. No, he had a dog named Beowulf. Oh, I'm just saying, damn, Beowulf's a good movie. Yeah. Hey, dude, in my backyard, there were just tons of fucking dudes. That dude was there, and dudes were living in my driveway, and there were tents set up everywhere, and dudes would be grinding with Dremel tools on bicycles all night, just tweaking out of their mind. Stealing shit? (laughs) They would steal shit and bring it, yeah. Hey, this house, this house I lived in, literally, I would go to school. I'd come back and some of my shit would be missing. And the dude who stole it would be on heroin nodding off on my couch in my living room. I'd be like, oh. I live in chapter like this in my life. I will say the most exciting time of my entire life was living at the University of Montana. And there was these things. It was like a, it was like a ride share experience where – Basically, there was just like an unwritten rule where there was bike racks in front of every single dormitory and you just go up and shake bikes. And if one of them would come out, you just take it and ride it throughout campus, do whatever the heck you want and park it somewhere else. It was just like a, as I said, what, like what school was that? University of Montana, Missoula. Oh, man, you must have been you must have partied hard there. Dude, it was insane. So there was this other thing. There was this outside uh, business where it was some kind of thing where if you were part of the university, you could build a free bike at their at their thing, uh, you know, whatever establishment. From, from spare spark, from spare parts? Spare parts. And it was just crazy. You go in there, you could build whatever you wanted. So kids would build mini bikes and with like tiny ass bikes with big like eight panel bars. Yeah. You have jousting tournaments in the middle of the night on college campus. Mind blowing. So like all these things you're saying about in the backyard, chop shop type shit while doing heroin was there at hey, a different time. So, so this guy right here, Brian McDonald, if I remember correctly, sorry, Brian, if I'm fucking this up, but he, he was just one of the homeless dudes in the town and I ended up becoming homeless in that town. And he was a homeless dude in the town and he got this fucking fat check from the government. And it actually said in his letter to him, the first of a government project. And they gave him like 60 grand all at once. What? So he moved into, into one of the bedrooms in our house because he could start helping pay for rent. And, uh, and he bought this crazy fucking expensive recumbent bike. But I remember it said like first of a government project. Is that true? Was that true, Sean? I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. I remember all those dudes. Wow. What a small world. I wonder what happened to Craig Cruiser. You're putting this dude on blast and you're giving. No, 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 no. No, no, no. If you can't. Yeah, yeah. He got 60K from the government. One fat check came. Homeless dude got 60K from the government. I'm doing yep, that and, and he had his recumbent. Cra- I'm telling you crazy stories. You want to see okay. what I'm getting from the government? Bills. <laughs> we we went from having just smoking hot chick on here to... Uh, to oh, okay. So you are going somewhere this weekend. Where are you going? It's called the Rock Games. Okay. I am not privy to any of the information that actually is going on there. So I can't really give you a full understanding of what's going to happen, but like what they've said is this is the go ruck games, not the go run games. So I think that's their trendy way of telling us that we're not going to be running. It's going to be, everything is involved with a weighted backpack. The partners are go ruck 
Rogue Fitness and Savage Race, which is an obstacle course race company. So, you know, I'm assuming they're going to test strongman type stuff. They're going to test obstacle course races. It's a two-day event in Jacksonville, Florida, combined with a fitness festival that no one's ever heard of. When I contacted him, because when you told me you were doing this, then I reached out to him and I, and I thought maybe he'd want to promote this thing um, prior to going. And, but there was also the, the chance that he was going to be too busy. And he was too busy. He was very kind. Jason McCarthy, right? He's a very nice guy. Yeah, he responded on Instagram and he was super duper nice. And he said, I could do it this Wednesday or we can wait till after. So then when I realized he wasn't eager to promote it, I was like, okay, let's wait till after so that I could get more of his time. Um, but he made it seem like it's a private party. He goes, hey, this is a kind of a private party reunion. If I, unless maybe I read it wrong. And he invited me to it. But it sounds like it's like just ho- his homies, like a thousand of his like, like a thousand of his homies. I don't know. And you're calling it a festival. I don't get it. Like there's like live music. There's. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Look, th- that's what he called it. The Jack Sandlot. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I think I heard him say that term. There's live music. There's like VIP meetings and dinners. Uh, Are you going to any of those? Are you going to any of those speakers? No, dude. I, 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 I contacted him multiple times. I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to be difficult here, but you've given zero information. I'm flying out in like 48 hours. Like just, do I need to bring flippers, goggles, headlamps? What do I need to do here? What the hell yeah. is happening? Yeah. And then I got an email yesterday. I don't know what the heck their their goal is here because it's not like anybody knows about it other than the people that are showing up. And it seems like a significant expense to put out there for, you know, to invite a bunch of just hungry hippie athletes to feed them. Look at this. Sorry to interrupt, Hunter. Not really that sorry, but look at this. Dude, can you read that? Yeah, I've read that. <laughs> I saw when I locked my eyes on that shit. Your homeboy Josh is going. Go on. Sorry. Okay. So you're a professional athlete, and you ex- and and because you're you're obsessed with just like running and making sure you're prepared for whatever the event is, you have questions that are probably different than the guy who who's not doesn't travel the world going to professional events. So you're thinking like, hey, do I need to bring the Vaseline to for, to stop the chafing between my legs? Is it that kind of run? You know, or do I, I just bring story. condoms and my favorite beer cup and just hope for the best for the weekend? Hundred percent, dude. And what did you find out? What is it? Is it to go and meet hot chicks or is it to actually compete? I can't tell. Okay. All right. Fair. Hey, that's truly the unknowable. (laughs) You know how you guys at CrossFit are like, you know, be ready, you know, to test high intensity, multivaried movements, blah, blah, blah. I assume that I'm just going to be wearing a backpack for two days straight. If you, if you see, if you're running side by side with Josh and you were to see he tripped and um, fall falls, will you take the weights out of your go ruck and throw Josh in the back? Oh my goodness. Just, just, just fucking drop an elbow on him while he's down, not pick him up and throw him in your backpack. I almost broke my bed frame. Um, (laughs) How much do you weigh? 197. Oh man, yeah, you're looking lean and mean in your photos. Skinny. Is that is that um how much did you weigh when you competed at the CrossFit Games? 217. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Chunky. Thick. Uh, is that all basically muscle that went away? A lot of it. I would say 20 pounds of muscle. I'd say it's like probably like 2% more body fat, maybe 3, maybe 
2% more body fat um, going into the CrossFit games. And you should see, I mean, you could put your hands around my legs. Like, you know, when you pick up a child, you're like, woo, you could do that same thing to my legs. Now you can just pick them up and throw them. They're so skinny. My body looks That's like, not your leg. That's not your leg. Yeah. If you put like a toothpick, you grab a toothpick and then you put like a little piece of pork on top of it. That's what my legs look like. I have like a string, a little pole attached to a big, uh, big butt cheek. I'm tiny, dude. Uh, you just set the world record. How many times did you set the world record for high rocks? Three. Three times. So people don't know Hyrox is, is uh, an event that it's the same event everywhere you go in the world to do it all the time. And it's basically um, it, it's basically picking like a really gnarly CrossFit event. It's run a thousand meters and then do some shit, run a, and repeat eight times. And it's like different things like wall balls or jumping, broad jump, shit like that. At lunging with 100 pounds on your back. Anyway, and, and uh, Hunter does that. And it's really big in Europe, especially over there with the Germans. And... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go ahead. I just said Germany. And he went and he recently um, was uh, he was in a psychological tailspin, to put it gently. And, and he competed in that state when he should have done really bad. And he set the world record again, which is just bizarre. Have you read the book Winning? No. And he did it in 55 minutes. And it's crazy. There's dudes out there. He's been at the top for so long. There's dudes who just want to mash him like dudes that would probably like cheat to beat you. You should read this book. The Unforgiving Race of Greatness, winning by Tim S. Grover. Let me look it up real quick. We should bring more authors on here. I'd be interested in that rather than just people that exercise aggressively. I do. I bring authors on here. What kind winning. of the, the Rise of the Lakers Dynasty? What was it? Winning what? Winning. What's the author's uh, name? Tim S. Grover. Tim. I'm, uh, I'm reading uh, Hunter Biden's laptop now. Is that good? The lap, it's called the laptop from hell. I, dude. Oh, no. Give me some. Like, I, don't, quick I don't know if I should be reading that shit. I mean, his fucking brother died. And he banged his fucking brother's wife and uploaded the videos to fucking Pornhub. This is our president's son. No. I, I, yes. Yes. No, yes, no, no. The, dude. Yes. This is Sean McDonald. Sean. Hi. How are you? Pretty oh, good. I was. I recognize your voice. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yes, of course, I recognize your voice. This is Devon. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, buddy. Good, to, good to hear your voice. Yeah. Where are you living these days? Uh, Casper, Wyoming. Wow, fantastic! In, uh, is yeah. that life good? What's that? Hold on a second. Let me turn this down. <laughs> okay. What would you say, Hunter? If you have to take a shit, go ahead. This is going to be a second. Um, is life good? <laughs> Life's all right. I'm married now. I've got kids and grandkids and oh my god, quit using along. Yeah, you've been busy. Using. Took me thirty years to get off dope, but I finally did it. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> How did you do that? How did you do it? How'd you get off? Oh, I just quit. It, Made a determination in my life. My, you know, uh, you can only put so many holes in you before shit starts coming out of you. Yeah. Hey, were, were you were you were you shooting drugs? I was in that bedroom on Sueno Road. Yeah, I remember sometimes we would find like needles and shit in the bathroom. I just didn't know who was using. Who no, I... that wasn't me. No, okay. That wasn't oh, me. Oh, I never oh, left oh. shit in the bath. Oh. But no, I had that room. You know how you walk to the front door and there was the big living room? Yeah. Okay. As you went down the hallway, it was the first room on the right that had the deadbolt. 
Right, I remember. And I was on and I was on felony probation at the time. I remember. Yeah, and that black guy came over, and, and I was sick inside my room. I didn't open. I had Beowulf with me. He didn't bark or nothing. When you but say yeah, that, I remember. I don't remember that. When you say the black guy, was it a cop or something? Oh, you talking? were at school. Oh. You were at school. That hey. blonde, skinny kid that was there. Anyway, uh, um, what was it? Uh, rest in peace, Caesar. Oh, thank I'm you. Sure Caesar. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah Beowulf. Beowulf passed away in 2004 from cancer, so. But I, yeah, I was living in Montana. We got a lot of shit to talk about. I'm, I know you're a busy man. Hey, I don't want to take all your time. Let me just tell you. Let me just ask you this story because it's a story that I tell often. I don't think anyone could. I don't really talk about that house too much because I don't think anyone could would believe any of the fucking stories. But do you remember? Uh, do you remember Skinhead Dave, the Nazi, and yep, he had hate tattooed yep. on his hand? And do you remember Carms, yep. the Black Rastafarian? Yeah. And yep. you remember how they would sleep on the couch in the in the in the uh, in the kitchen together with their you know, heads on opposite ends of the couch? Right. And, and I would explain to people that like racism is a fucking luxury. And how do I know that? Because when it came to eating and getting shelter, people would put all those fucking stupid differences aside and yep. come together. Do you remember those two? And yep. That, yep. That, we, everyone was just in fucking survival mode and they ended up being like best right. buds. Yep. yep. And the only reason I was able to rent a room is because social security gave me like 20 grand. No, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it more wasn't, than that? It wasn't. What? No, it wasn't sixty grand. Oh. It was I just put that on there just to do it. But no, I got paid seventeen thousand eight eight hundred dollars. So almost twenty grand. I just remember when you but, got that check, we were all like, Holy shit, he's rich. I, yeah, I bought like a half a pound of dope or a half a pound of weed and uh what was it like four eight balls of dope, quarter ounce of dope or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> we were all spun and drunk. I bought like two keggers, three keggers. We had a big old party in the backyard. Hey, do you do, you, do <laughs> all you, the homeless people were there? <laughs> Brian, are you st- are you on Instagram? Uh I'm on Instagram and I'm on YouTube right now just watching your podcast. Okay, will you send me? Yeah. Uh, will you send me a DM and Instagram? I want to connect with you and, and and piece some stories together. Okay, so how do I do that? Oh, here's Instagram. Okay, right. there's the fun. I got I got to go. I got to get back to the show. But thank you for reaching out. All right, man, it's great hearing your voice, dude. And I'm glad that I'm glad you, you got. Have, off, I'm glad you got off all the d- drugs. That's awesome. I got. Do you have my number? I have my number. I do have it now. Keep it. Okay, I will. Thanks, brother. All right, and if you're Yep, you take care. Peace God bless. Bye. I don't mean to rush him off, but it's a fucking show. What? Where the fuck did you go? Were you just stuffing your face over there? I've been eating chicken nuggets. Oh. I thought maybe you got off because you didn't want to meet my friend. I want you guys to connect. Thank you. That's beautiful. What a trip. What a trip. It's interesting how he found you. How do you think he found you? I'm fucking famous, dude. Like 3,000 people watch this show. I'm like, I'm fucking, yeah, I'm. How many do you think are regional? Dude, the High Rock, how many, how many podcasts have you done since you won the High Rocks championship? Or since, sorry, since you set the world record in High Rocks. How many, how many podcasts have you done? Yeah, and you've been on mine twice. You know why? Big time. I enjoy the company. Big, big, I'm just, I'm big, I'm big time. Okay. I want you to, uh, uh uh-oh. 
No. I'm trying to share my screen and it's saying I can't, but I already shared that girl, right? I already shared the girl. Oh, here we oh, go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. You might not like this. This is pretty racist. This is the Mexican Seven workout. acres of lawn mowing, no breaks. Then use the wheat feeder till failure. Mexican workout for beginners, part one. So this is Mexican workout. This is Mexican workout. Three sets of twelve starting the lawnmower. You see that? Seven acres Cable raises. Of lawn no Seven breaks. acres of lawn mowing, no breaks. Then use the weed eater. And then use the weed eater. That's the only one. Is there Mexican really a movement like that? Have you ever seen a movement like that? In any working out where you take a barbell and you act like it's a weed whacker? You ever run a chainsaw? Yes. Not very good. That's a little too manly for me. That's one of the most physically challenging things to do for a day i actually am lying to you i, I ran a pole i have a pole saw it's it's like a it's like a it's for like trimming hedges it, it, it's kind of like a, a um the vagina of um chainsaws would you say like a little a mas- would you say that you're a masculine figure in your community and for your children <laughs> oh, yeah cholo fit that is is that is there a whole thing cholo fit thing because every time i come across this i'm dying yeah, he's really good. He's super clever about it. When did you use a uh, when did you use a chainsaw? I still use one a lot now, but when I was living in Montana, the job that I got to keep myself clean was being a logger. Keep yourself clean. Oh, so you could relate. You did you got off the phone with this guy cuz you were afraid if we talked about drugs you'd relapse. No, not really. Oh. I just thought you guys were having a moment. I was like, this is probably great. You know, this guy Super excited to talk to you. You're probably pretty interested. And I was like, what am I going to do? I'm like, yeah, that time you guys are on the couch. <laughs> oh, you're a good dude. Now brace yourself for this one, okay? This one, this, I really want you to brace yourself for this one. This one is, uh, this one is, uh, okay, we'll, come back. we'll come back to that. Yes, you are on with Hunter McIntyre, the High Rocks World record holder at 55 minutes and some change. How can I help you? Oh, so is this just open to talk about anything? Um, no. No? Not anything. Oh, okay. Because I heard the previous caller called in. I guess you know him about, uh, I don't know, like substance or something. We used to, he used to do drugs in my living room, hardcore drugs and shoot up drugs in my house. And so I wanted to show off by having him on. So you knew that I got a lot of life experiences, not just some bitch off the street, but if me and you used to fuck, I really don't want anyone knowing that. So if that's what you're going to talk about, okay. Okay. All right. Then go. Then yeah. Anything else. Maybe think about something. Maybe think about something. Cause I know at some point you were homeless, right? Yes. So that, that, that guy was really my mentor. Be... That guy was my mentor. No, I'm just joking. He wasn't, but I had, uh, a, I had like literally over 50 homeless people living at my house while I was going to college. I just let them pile in. And that was one of the dudes. And then not, not long after that, a couple of years after that, I was homeless, but mine was not drug related at all. Zero. I did uh, not okay. do drugs when I was homeless. Muscle, more or less. Okay. Well, regardless, uh, so do you think, do you think in life you kind of have to go through something like that? Like, I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's traumatic, like a traumatic experience, but do you think you have to go through something like that in order to like truly find like yourself? Caller, I'm trying to get Hunter to answer this because Hunter, go. 
Oh, uh, I've said a lot. You have to go. You don't know the highest highs unless you've lived the lowest lows. If you're living a life of just like middle of the road, there's no, I don't know, it's like the hot, cold contrast. You don't really understand um, or value things as much if you haven't lost a lot. So you know what I mean? Like if you, at one point in time, my dad, who I'm best friends with now, cut off my cell phone bill. And like, that was the last draw. I had no money. I had no way of contacting the outside world. Like I was completely isolated in the fact that like I had nothing. And that's cell phone. You know, you, you remember those moments. Now I get emails and my dad has to forward me my cell phone bill to pay. Um, but it's pretty crazy. I think you do need to have stuff like that. I'm not telling everybody to get into heroin and jump off of cliffs or go get arrested. But you what do you think, caller? What do you think? Yeah, what do you think? Well, well yeah, that's what that, that's what I'm kind of asking because I feel like, you know, your whole life you hear these stories and people are like, oh, you know, I was doing this and now and now look at me, you know, and it's like. Well, shoot, I, I feel like I had a pretty good life, you know, you know, growing up, like, don't, I, I feel like I don't really have any. You cut out, brother. Are you driving through a tunnel? He left. No, he's still, is, did he leave? I think he's still there. I think he's just on a bad. a tougher life. Say that again. You cut out. Say that last 15 seconds again. So I was just saying, like, if, if your life is good or you feel like your life's fine, are you like never going to reach your full potential? Like, you know, if yes. you don't, if yes. you haven't suffered yes. with any vices or anything. Yes. 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 hundred percent. Here's, here's the thing. Here's okay. the thing here. There's this book be here now. Uh, no, there's this book, the power of now written by Eckhart Tolle. And basically he has some traumatic shit happen to him and he has an awakening. And in that book, he says that you don't have to have traumatic shit happen to you in order to have an awakening. And I've read like four or five books from legitimate guys who I believe have awoken. That's a word. And they all say the same thing. You don't have to have traumatic shit happen to you. That's bullshit. That is a fucking lie. And maybe I'm wrong and I'm open to being wrong. But if you do not hit rock bottom, you, 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 you will know. It, 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 it's like I had that guy on the other day, Joe Fra- Joe, Joe, Josiah Fraser. And no one, I, I, there is no need to have a debate whether God exists or not. You can find out for yourself. You can find out the experiment is very simple. Lie down and let yourself die. And that, that, and basically that's what happens to people who hit rock bottom. Shit gets so fucking bad that they want to die and they start to embrace this idea of death. And that's why I have some like, it's weird talking to people about mental health and mental illness, because if you don't travel, traverse that path to that dark spot, you do not ever become whole. So what happens is I'll tell you, and this isn't true, but it's a fantastic paradigm for thinking of life. You're born. If you're lucky, your parent, you will get a really, really strong fake persona. I'm Hunter McIntyre. I'm one of four. I got that name. I'm one of four brothers. My family is a middle class. I'm the dumbest of the five kids, but I happen to be really strong. I I'm really like girls, but I don't know how to talk to them. And it's frustrating to me. I really like drugs. Someone, I have ADHD. You just pile in all this shit and that becomes who you are. And if you're really fucking, and then you carry that, that's your cultural identity. And you carry that with you your whole life. And if you're really lucky, something will happen and that guy will die. But you'll come out the other side alive. And then all of those things you have now will be your toolbox instead of who you are. So when, you're, when you are that person as a young man or as a young woman, that thing can be hurt and offended. 
But once you transcend that, something happens to you so bad that you abandon all that, your whole world opens up and you realize those are just your tools. You're not really Hunter McIntyre. You, you can do anything. And most people don't make it through that part. Most people never, ever make it to that part. And that's the dangerous part about drugs and mushrooms and microdosing and all that stuff because you can experience that, but without going through the hardship and the discipline to cultivate and maintain that enlightened state. And if you try to walk both paths without the discipline and, um, and, and, the, and, the, um, and the experience to handle that, you'll, you'll go crazy. If you try to be enlightened and hold on to your ego at the same time, you'll fucking lose your mind. And that's why drugs are bad. Does that make any of that help uh, make sense? Yeah, yeah, oh, I, I think that makes. Yeah, I, think I makes gave sense. myself tingles from my balls to my fingertips. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So I was just, I was just asking. I think you're. I agree with you that you know you hear a lot of people say, "Well, you don't have to go through that stuff," and it's like, okay, well, why am I? Why do you only hear that from people who've gone through stuff? You know, there's no one who's like, "Oh, my life's been perfect," and I, you know, you came out the other end. It's like yeah. there's no end to come out of. You're just kind of stuck. So. Yeah, interesting. All right. Hey, you, uh, so, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one. H Hunter. Yeah. This show is fucking amazing. You should have taken that one and run with it. You have so much fucking experience dang, fucking at the bottom of the fucking pit of life. Of you, just went on a, you went on a rant. I, you know, it's hard. All of these books. Please that don't I have, say that. My mom hates it when I go on rants. Say, like, you went on a brilliant diatribe. How about that? You did. You did. I mean, I, I, I was impressed. I probably would have interrupted if it wasn't somewhat of value. Okay. It was interesting. <laughs> okay. So now you tell me what you think about that. Well, the show's going to be over and you're going to be like, fuck, that was a great show. I fucking squabbled it. No, 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 no. It's nice to listen sometimes. That's one thing that I'm practicing is listening. And sometimes, You're not on this fucking show to listen. You're not on this show to listen. Practice some other fucking time. Listening to people talk because they're just fucking so stupid and they just don't have anything <laughs> of substance. And you're just like, okay, I'm going to take this in. But all of these books right here, every single one of these books right here are all written by somebody that had gone through something incredibly hard. It, I don't know why it makes this shift. It does. You know, I made my shift around drugs and rehab and everything like that. Even when, after I got out of rehab, I didn't understand it. I had to overdose on cocaine one week before a championship to recognize. I was like, I fucked up. Hey, that's a true story. That is a true story. Dude, write the book. What a great chapter. It was crazy. I'm a winner on coke. Yeah. <laughs> I ran a cross country race on cocaine in high school. Wait, how do you, what happens when you OD on coke? That's like a nightmare of mine. Like, that's why I don't do drugs. I really don't want to OD. I didn't like kind of thing. I, uh, you heard your heart and panicked. No. Oh, basically like we had just continued to do so many drugs. I was the only one continuing to do the drugs. I went to bed at like six 30 in the morning and my heart was like, ba 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 I'm freezing cold. And I was like, I am convinced that I'm going to die. Somehow I passed out because we've been drinking a lot. I woke up like an hour later and now I'm throwing up and I'm freezing cold in boiling hot water shower, throwing up, throwing up, throwing up, passing out in the shower, waking back up again, passing out. No one could get me to drink water. It just kept on going over and over again. And eventually it's like 11 o'clock in the morning and they were like, we have to go get you some food. We, you have to take something in or like you're just getting pushing too much out of your system. And you keep on passing out on us. 
And then we go to Collins Street or maybe Alton in Miami. What city? This is in Miami. Miami. Okay. Everything happens to me in Miami. <coughs> so we go and I order food and I'm completely whacked out of it. I feel like I'm in outer space and I'm just like, I'm having trouble really perceiving what's around me. I order food. They, they get me the food and it's sitting there and I just run into the bathroom and I see the urinals and I just fall forward and pass out and I wake up and there's blood all over the floor and throw up everywhere. And I had passed out, thrown up and gotten a nosebleed. And I'm you wiping. got a nosebleed because your face hit a urinal. I don't know. I oh. think I had a nosebleed probably from doing too much cocaine. I don't realize what had okay. happened. Okay. Um, and now wiping up the floor of vomit and blood, and <laughs> and, in, and I'm like, ah. Uh, and my family at the time didn't know that I was in Miami doing this. And my family was currently sponsoring me to go to races. My family sponsored my first three races. When and you I, say your family sponsoring you, you mean you were living off of mommy and daddy's tit? Well, no, I, I had I had taken care of myself up until this point. But you have to understand, like going to this event this weekend is going to cost me $2,000. Every single time you go to one of these events, it's the flight there. It's the travel. We understand. But when your parents pay for your shit, it's not a sponsorship. It's that it you're is. taking care of child. It is. I consider it to be a sponsorship because I had to ask for it. I didn't so when to- my mom pays my kids piano lessons, my kids are sponsored. I can say that. Yeah, they sponsored a piano lesson. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. My kids yeah, are sponsored pianists. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I didn't have a credit card at the time that I could just go swipey swipey. I had to ask for like, could you get this, this or this? So, you know, but at that point, like, you know, my my heart had almost shut down. I had never gone through anything like this with drugs before where I was like my body was stopping. It's like, you know, actual movements of like beating the heart, staying awake, being able to take in Were you scared? Totally. So that's what I was just saying. I booked a ticket home immediately because I was like, if I do die, I have to do it at home. I have to do it back in LA or my family's going to find out that I've been taking their money and spending it to get fucked up in Miami. Yeah. Um, And from that point on, it just like I went and raced a, a championship. It was the first championship I ever raced in. And I went up against the two prior world champions and I was running alongside them. High rocks or Spartan Spartan. I felt like my heart was tearing at the seams and I came in third place by 90 seconds. And I was like, these guys are Mormons. They're living in Utah. They've both got like four or five children apiece. One works as an HVAC guy. The other one's a carpenter. They just beat me by 90 seconds. I was just in Miami passing out in blood a week earlier, it's like there's a huge difference, like what we're doing to prepare for this event. So it was my shift. It was that was my shift, at least to not doing drugs anymore. I haven't done hard drugs like that ever since. Yeah. Hey, um, would you be scared to do it now? No. Like if I came over with some blow and I was like, hey, let's go do some blow and play some frisbee, you wouldn't, you wouldn't not do it because you were scared. I would be terrified to do some blow. I'm fifty. I would, I would think my heart might explode. I just, I got other shit to do. Yeah, but it's not because you're scared. No, no. Wow. I, I think you could literally put every single drug on the table in front of me right now. I could take probably all of it combined, and I'd still have a great time. Um, but I got shit to do. Yeah, you're you're a businessman now. No, just I've got a podcast at seven a.m. where I'm going to talk to people who used to be homeless. Two homeless people got on a podcast with me. Right, having a reunion. What a reunion. crazy show. Good old hobnobbing show. Like, remember Damn. that time we had nowhere to live together? <laughs> uh, I, I would never have believed that was going to happen. Um, I thought that was a pretty powerful moment. I'm glad you were here. Okay. 
Speaking of powerful moments, I want you to uh, I want you to uh, check this out. This this is hard to see, but 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 this is hard to see. But let, let's look. Oh, can you believe this? Look at look at she. The the way this story goes is that she's standing by the train. It's in Argentina, and she and she faints. And dude, they got her out. Was she okay? Yeah, she's okay. You know what the thing is? It's because she passed out. You know that when your body goes unconscious and all of your muscles completely what? relax. That's, that's like some David Blaine shit, dude. <laughs> look at she vanished. Oh, look at her cell phone goes in too. <gasps> it Also, the reason why she made it through there is because she doesn't do CrossFit. She has no ass. <laughs> right. She is. My ass would have gotten caught and then ripped off on the train. She just slid right through the crack. Hey, can is your ass too big to roll like a bar over? You know that test? Way too big. But oh, I also cool. have lordosis, so that doesn't help. That means like your ass sticks out like you want you know, dick like, in it? Like when your hips are like too tight and you're like... You yeah, know, yeah, I know what that is. Hey, that's a court, that's a courtship technique, man-to-man courting technique. Don't I call it lordosis. Do you want a piece? Do you want a piece? That's when like the, you're in the prison and you like, you like hang your pockets outside. Hey, yeah. what are you doing? I got lordosis. Oh, sorry. I thought you were asking me to come over and get a piece. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's prison talk right there. Yeah. I just can't believe this lady survived. So here's the thing. Then it goes on to say, uh, and we have to stop thinking like this. People write comments like this all the time. We, then it goes on to say, after that happened to her, we have to believe in God because she survived. Well, how about the part where 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 God let her fall into the subway? <laughs> They're saying because she survived, there's a God. I'm like, I don't think it, I don't think it works like that. That's not a proven point. I don't like, um, I don't like small thinking. By that, I mean I don't like the thought. Um, so, someone wrote in the comments. I thought I had it pulled up and ready, but someone wrote in the comments. So there's this CrossFit athlete. Where are you getting these comments from? Am I missing like half the show? Oh, you probably are. There's a whole there. Well, there's a live show. Oh, so people are just in real time, just talking shit about uh, about us. Oh wow, I had no idea. Yeah. This like, look at this is this is Todd saw that video. That's how I attack my workouts. <laughs> just he just leans into it. Uh, look at this one. CrossFit saves lives. Not today. Yeah. yeah. There's some funny shit in here. I had no clue this existed. So someone wrote in the comments, and I wish I could pull it up, but someone wrote in the comments that we, there, there's this there's this ath, there's this athlete that's um that's lives in Texas who has qualified for the CrossFit Games, and he lives in Texas, and they've told him to go into the. You just found the comments, and you're all you chubbed up. Like there are girls on the planet. It's not just me and Savon. Um, so so this athlete. Oh, don't now you're going to be one of those guys. Now it's like going to be on with like Jason Khalifa. He can't stop looking at the comments. Go ahead, take your time. No, no, no. I went to private chat. I was stuck on private chat before. I'm going to stick on this conversation because this is nonsensical. I've got ADD, dude. I'll just, I'll rip those things apart. Um, do you, do you, do you have a brother named uh, Magnus Hol- Holmgren? Holmgren? For a second there, you had me, but it's not true. I guess you're right. I, I guess Evan was right. He's the dumbest brother. <laughs> that is not nice. Fuck you, Magnus. Yeah, Magnus. Yeah, and you could yell back at them. They like that. Piece of shit, you fucking hack job. will come to your country and shit on you. Yeah. You just assume he's not from the U.S., right, with that name, Magnus? He'd be such a douche if he was. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, um, so this so this guy in the comments. So a woman writes in the comments that there's there's this CrossFit Games athlete that we had on yesterday named Logan Collins, and he lives in Texas, and he's been assigned to the Atlas Games, which is seventeen hundred miles away, right? And there's and 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 you need to be vaccinated in order to go to to China, right? So he, he has to go to China. China, it's what we call Canada when we're when we're demean. It's oh. it's like when, when we want to demean Canada, that's what we call it. Okay. And someone in the comments goes, "Well, other foreign or other foreigners like who don't have semifinals in their country have to travel farther than that, so he should have to travel. And the other athletes who have to be vaccinated to come to the United States, they have to, so he should have to be." Dude, we cannot use that logic and be smart. We can't pull everyone down to the lowest common denominator to make the world equal. If that's the, if that's the way you we think, we will never have expansion. It's like those people who resent Jeff Bezos and for going to space. This rich motherfucker, like, stop. But this is the issue of the stop. world. Stop. Right? Is when the minority you let them go. Let their their. We can all be dumb. We could just drag everyone down and we all be retards. But this why? Is the issue of the world right now, though, when the minority all of a sudden gets to the smallest group of the population, gets to all of a sudden shift the majority of the population, that's where the problems. I don't agree with the fact that this guy should be vaccinated, but the whole fucking world has gotten upside down. When one person cries, everyone needs to stop and bring them tissues. Like I got vaccinated. I do not fucking believe in it. I don't want it. I got vaccinated. I did it. And that's your, and that's your choice. But this person is saying that they should have to get vaccinated because the other athletes got vaccinated. We can't think like that. That should, that would be like, we should all drive Honda civics because I drive a Honda civic. No, no. Someone needs a Bentley because in 10 years, all the cars will be as good as Bentley's. And that, that we see that happening. A Honda Accord today is nicer than the most expensive Mercedes Benz was 15 years ago. Shit's tight. Right. Are you agreeing with me or are we fighting? I can't tell. These are the facts. I don't know. I'm having a really hard time with the way the world's gone like into this whole thing where every time someone has an issue that we all have to stop for it. But this guy. Do you have a booster? As long as he abides by the rules, if it's either he has to get like his boogers checked or he gets vaccinated, then he gets in. If he plays one of those two things, just let him in. Or, or just move. Would you just move him to a semifinal that's much closer to him in the United States? I know, but that's it. That's it. That's the problem right now. If it wasn't about COVID, you probably wouldn't be as excited to talk about it. When the minority makes the the majority have to shift to accommodate them, that's when the whole fucking world is always kind of ceasing to move in its, you know, in its forward momentum. Do you know that like we stopped the entire world to make sure that certain people of certain sexual identity got their own version of a bathroom? It's like, that's the biggest thing that we're going through right now. Just those people. Hey, I, I love it when those bathroom signs say that gender, all, all genders. It's always been all genders. You That's can be I'm any saying. gender. It's always been all genders. Rip the sign off and just say restroom. I want to explain. I want to explain one more thing to people who really don't forget this. Yeah, what's going on? Because I because I stood with a sign in Berkeley and was like universal health care for everyone. I was like pro Obamacare. Yeah. Okay, I want to explain to what everyone what 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 happened. So. If you were poor and you couldn't afford health insurance, everyone got health insurance in the United States. No one was turned away. No one was turned away. There was never a point where someone couldn't go to the hospital and get service. Everyone got, did you do a bump, bump of Coke? And everyone got health insurance. Then Obamacare came along and what they basically said was, is like, hey, we're going to give everyone health insurance. But everyone already had health insurance and poor people didn't have to pay for it. They would just go in the hospital and they would get service. Now... Poor people do have to pay for it because when they file their taxes, 
If they haven't signed up for insurance, they're penalized in their taxes. So you thought it was for to help poor people, but it's not to help poor people. It's actually now everyone pays. Yeah, now everyone pays. And there's things, business. pardon me? It's just a privatized business. I don't pay for health insurance. And, I don't and, have health insurance. Well, if you don't, and that's that, well, that's the other thing. If you don't have assets, you don't need health insurance. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, I don't have health insurance for my health. I have health insurance so that if I get hit by a car, um, they, they don't take my house. Exactly. It's like you're, you're a fucking hit by the car. They have no liability. Right. But if I hit someone, if I don't have insurance, the only reason why I have insurance is to protect my homes, my assets. It, it, it's, it's almost it's a misnomer to call it health insurance. And that's the problem with the trickery of words and the liberal mindset. And I don't even know if conservatives get it, but damn them. You can't just take the, it's like these words equity. You can't just take that word and think, Hey, that means everything's fair for everyone. That, that's not, that's not what's happening. There was already universal health care for everybody. Either one equity or equality, but equity is the big tricky word that they try to use now for everyone. Equity means equity means um, if me and you are both hitting on a girl, um, uh, Hunter, that basically I have to chop off three inches of my dick so that me and you are equal. That's what equity is. And I don't think that's cool. Well, that's true. I watched a really fun video the other day. Are you are you googling equity? I'll play a video for you about what equity I'll is if you want to know. Partial. Okay, I can't believe right. you're gonna do you're doing this to me. Oh, I just checking. I was just checking. I watched this really fun version of uh, a guy explaining the uh, the different sides of a ruler, centimeters versus inches. Yeah, and how men measure their penises with centimeters and say that they have an eight inch penis, and women think three inch thing it was a great comparison it was like the crazy hot scale have you ever watched that video no you've is, never it, is, it, is it supposed to be funny or is it real it's funny but it's kind of real you've never seen the crazy hot scale video oh yeah uh yes 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 That's the guy in the, the whiteboard yes in like yes time. yes it's amazing i don't even know if that was meant to be comedy i want to show you something that's man this girl's instagram account is so nuts I, I invited know. her on the podcast. I hope she'll come on the podcast. Don't do this to us again. Hey, did you ever have a type? A type? Yeah, like a type of girl. Yeah, like I, I like I would be in high school and my friends would be like, I have a I like girls who are blonde. I like girls, I like Mexican girls. I like and I would be like, I like any girl that likes me. Some people are in that boat. <laughs> you were you didn't you didn't have to be like that. Yeah, dude, I was the most heinous creature in high school. I don't know how girls talk to me at all. I had at one point I had braces, I had a mullet, I had a skullet at one point where it was shaved on top and a beaver in the back. It was awesome. You um you still have a mullet. I do. I think that's like the truest version of myself. I've had a mullet for almost 30 years. It's working. It is. It's working. You're kind uh of, you're kind of, proof of- kind of vicious. Do you have a whack packer list? Like I'm a huge Howard Stern fan. That's probably like the only way that I absorb like media or any information what's going on with the world is through Howard Stern. So it's very skewed. Um, I but, found this. I used to watch Howard Stern, but he's so afraid of COVID that I. Um, yeah, you got to you got to just like you got to switch to the other channel for a second. No, no, I'm not supporting that shit. No, 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 there. no. Hey, I found this guy on Instagram. I don't know what it, uh, his name's. Aldo O'Kane. Hey, that's me if I was a man. Yeah. He's got fucking arms. He's living a life that looks like it's like full of stories and adventure. 
And yeah, this is me. If I was a man, I can't believe I found this. Look at him. Look at it. Like, is he wearing a hard hat? All these yeah. Just a helmet. Connecting with the outdoors and new friends in Dorset. So he gets paid money to do these things too. He's that cool. I think he's got more followers than me. Yep. 147,000 extreme remote and hostile TV adventures. You know, what's so annoying is that these guys who like go through like a couple of years of special force training and maybe do like a quarter of a tour. They always get TV shows. Ah, yes. Look how big his arm. That. Yeah. That, yeah. You'll probably end up with the TV show, dude. Someone's going to see you on this podcast. Yeah. Hey, is this girl wearing pants or a skirt? What is that? She's wearing. And that looks really that's a leather that's a leather skirt with briefs underneath, leather briefs underneath. That looks like the most uncomfortable outfit you could wear in that temperature. I'd love to see her with it off. Uh hello, caller. Hi. Hey, 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 I have a quick question for uh, both you guys. Um that means it's really for one of us, Hunter, but he's trying to be nice, just so you know. That's code. No, it's actually for both of you because Hunter's an elite athlete and you are, you know, weigh in on the CrossFit thing. So exactly. I had an epiphany recently, just seeing how the view, the viewership for the Olympics has tanked. And, um, and I just thought about the fact that they're doing a type of fitness, but it's nowhere near as dynamic as what Hunter does or what people do in CrossFit games. And I personally find those competitions like High Rocks or the Spartan Games or CrossFit Games, I find them wildly more entertaining than than the Olympics. And I wonder, is there a chance that if, if with the right marketing and the right type of push that those types of competitions could someday usurp the Olympics? No. And are they even thinking on that level? Cause I feel like they should, I feel like they should be like, this should be better than the Olympics. Cause I think it hey, is better. It is, be- it is better than the Olympics. It is better than the Olympics. And that's another thing when people are like, what do you do? And, 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 the, and, you know, I've heard people do this, Josh Bridges do this or Matt Fraser do this. I don't, and, and they think they're being cute. Oh, I'm a professional fitness guy. Like, what the fuck do you think? And, and they think, they think they're, it, it's like, I feel like it's being said, I'm reading into it and I'll own it, but it's being said like, um, like with some humility, like they're making fun of their sport because they exercise professionally. Hey dude, the fucking marathon is, if, if you think CrossFit's professional exercise, what the fuck is the marathon? Or the, or like the right. javelin throw, like CrossFit's way more fucking athletic than fucking eighty percent of the fucking events in the fucking uh, Olympics. How about yep. how about this thing where professional athletes where they go to die, the luge or bobsledding? That's basically where dudes okay, can but, get as juiced up as they fucking want, push a fucking rock yeah. down and jump on it, and it goes down a hill. Like, still, yeah, I totally agree with you. CrossFit's way fucking cooler than the fucking. It's never Olympics. gonna. It's never gonna make it. It's never gonna surpass the Olympics. It's, and the Olympics are cheese dick too. It's well, a political on, fucking. It, it's a. It's, it, it is. It, it harbors everything that's bad about society, except except in the Olympic Village where everyone's fucking. Well, so it's CrossFit. Here, here's the thing. The fuck. It went from being a sport to like complete nudity. Your guys basically like it's like how many workouts can we do where we just take off more and more layers down to the point where we're wearing. I heard I heard Greg Glassman call um, the CrossFit Games is just really shitty porn. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, and. I don't know. It's basically. Hey, the UFC's like that too. The UFC's like that too. You got you got fucking uh, Conor McGregor fucking at 145 pounds and a pair of skivvies with a fucking like thing on his dick that makes like a cup that makes it. You know, it look like people are gonna look back at it a thousand years and think it's some weird tribal shit. And we're watching grown men wrestle around, slide around on each other. Okay, but here's the thing, Savan. Before you proceed, Hunter, why do you not think that that could happen? 
Uh, it sounds like you disagree. Because it's run by individuals instead of governing bodies, and they're always going to look out for their, you know, the bottom dollar. Sure. And okay. I watched Joe DeSantis, a- who I'm a humongous fan of. I'm, I'm his biggest fan, to be totally mm-hmm. honest. But he used to parade around town and say that we're going to make this Olympic sport. That was just a false flag. It's like, hey, we're going to make this Olympic sport. Meanwhile, ticket sales, sponsorship sales, just how can we sell these people as much stuff as possible? We're trying to make it an Olympic sport. We need everyone's support. And, you know. It has to, but you're saying there's like that's a contradiction. I don't see the contradiction in that. What do you mean? I'm not saying it's, 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 it's not. I'm not saying there's anything wrong of them to try to run a business, but you cannot try to take uh, elite level sports and try to make it as elite as possible while your majority goal is to make money off of it. Dude, just, that uh, uh, I, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if that's true, but I don't think that, like no one was ever trying to do that. No. With, no one was ever trying to do that with well, the CrossFit games. They might be trying to do it now, but no one was well, ever trying to do that when I was there. I mean, listen, hold I'm not on, hold on. the income based thing, but you have to understand like, and that's what the Olympics does, Hunter. The Olympics, the Olympics will, is, will sell out to anyone. They would fucking sell a co- cocaine sponsor if they fucking could get enough money. Repeatable and standardized. That's what's going to make Hold it. On, oh, no. that's true. That's what I'm saying. And Says the high rocks guy. Says the high rocks guy. I'm not saying what we do is any better than what you guys do, but ours yes, is so. repeatable and standard. So that's true. true. That's going to be the yeah, biggest. Yeah, but it's in CrossFit, I, in CrossFit this year, the standards are completely fucked. Caller, you got to jump in there. You got to like throw an elbow at. at yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I do. <laughs> I, I have things to say here. So here's the thing. I get what you're saying about the measure, measure like it being measurable and standards, but I think it's clearly shown that that it's a wildly entertaining sport, which means it's it's commercially marketable. Also, it's coming from America, which is a version of like the, of Greece, a version of ancient Greece, a version of ancient Rome. Something we're a country that has changed history forever. We could potentially usurp that entire competition, with especially with our excellent uh, ability to market things as a nation. We're just better at that than anybody else in the world by a long shot. So I think that we have the potential and we have the economical swagger to usurp the Olympics. And I think that CrossFit and competitions like High Rocks and those types of things can do that because the Olympics is a very boring way of exercising. And CrossFit and High Rocks are not at all. It's actually insanely entertaining. Sonics. So, uh, Sonics I think Open have been dropping every single year. I think they had a spike just recently, but they've been dropping every single year since like 2017 or 2018. And then I know COVID hit. I know that sponsors have dropped. I think Olympics that. just had their worst year since 1352. Yep. I know. Also, yeah, Olympics has been crashing too, though. Every, They're not dropping off. I'm I'm not saying it's specific to them. I just know more facts about CrossFit. So I don't know. What state were you born, Hunter? What state was I born in? Yeah. A fucking empire state, dude. New York City. God, you seem like a Canadian to me. That's not a compliment. Why would you say that? (laughs) Just because I just get some Canadian limit. Like, think like some Canadian in you. Where were you? Not nice. It's not nice. I should be nicer to my guests. Where were you born? I would Oak Town, Oakland. Yeah. Oakland, California. I can see based on these comments why you uh why you're an aggressive person. These people are all just mean. They're shitty people. 
Hey, Hunter, easy. I'm not being mean. I'm not talking, being nice. I'm talking about the people in the comments. I'm enjoying your conversation. Otherwise, well, I'm going to attack hold, hold on. Can we just take a little break for a second? Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold, hold on one second, guys. Hold on. Let me... Let me just let's 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 get a um let's just do a little quick reset, okay? Just a little quick reset, okay? Okay. Can you guys hear this? I can't hear it. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, I can hear you. Here we go. Because there's two of them. And then you know, likes. Hold on a second. Three favorite things in the world: titties take up one and two because there's two of them, and then chocolate milk. Here's a list of my top three favorite things in the world: titties take up one and two because there's two of them. And then chocolate milk. Here's a list of my top three favorite things in the world. Titties take up one and two because there's two of them. And then chocolate milk. Oh, okay. What were we talking what about? We what here? were we talking about? I'm sorry. Jeez. I was distracted. Jeez. Sorry. What were we talking about? Okay. God, she's right. so good. Isn't she incredible? Look at, look at Hunter's rubbing one out real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, thank you, Christine. Thank you. Thank you. I just thank think you. going, you. I just think. Uh, Savan, going back to your original point about yes. not liking small-minded people, I'm not calling uh, Hunter small-minded. He's a very ambitious man. But right. I do think that it's really important that people that within the CrossFit community and people that are in, at HQ, that they think on this level. They think, hey, let's usurp the Olympics because we can. I think they definitely can. People are not watching the Olympics, especially people that are millennials and younger. They just don't care at all. But they could definitely get involved with uh, with with CrossFit like I did. Like I just saw like a random, I had some friends that told me about it who were like crazy paleoethic people way back in 2012. And then like a few years later, I saw a documentary on Matt Frazier and then I was hooked. It was like, oh, I heard about it. It sounded ridiculous. But then I watched a YouTube video and I was like, this is crazy. It was awesome. And I, and I'm, by the way, I don't, I am not even part of a CrossFit gym. I mean, I work out like a maniac, but I'm, I'm not in a CrossFit gym right now. I'm gonna, I just I'm really getting, enjoy watching the sport. I'm getting ready to put on a uh, in the next couple of years here a CrossFit Games esque event at the ranch in Aromas with no drug testing. Yes. Oh and, yeah. Yes, and it's gonna be fucking off the hook. You you guys, <laughs> yes. you heard it here first. It's Wednesday, April twentieth at eight oh one a.m. along the uh, Pacific Ocean here in the um, North American continent. You're hearing Sevamatosin with Hunter McIntyre and some random dude calling in. There will be a fitness. There will be, we will find the fittest human being on the planet who will destroy the CrossFit Games champion. And they, no drug testing. What is a human being capable of? Look at Hunter's already like, well, shit, I'm going to my doctor this afternoon. (laughs) Chicken nuggets. (laughs) I know some of you think I'm joking. I'm not joking. The juice games. Yes, yes, yes. Just whatever. Just whatever. Okay. All right. So here's the other thing then. Like Hunter, if you see Hunter's physique, a lot of people on the internet would look at Hunter and be like, he's juicing. Now, I don't think Hunter's juicing at all. I don't, I don't think, uh, Rich Froning juices. I, I think a lot of these guys don't juice. I think they're just genetically gifted and they train harder and they're smarter. But, but, uh, how bad really is under medical supervision with regulation is enhancements? I actually think that they're leaving money on the table with that. I think that they should consider. A, a degree of legalization of steroids in, in professional sports. Now in the NFL, it is legal. They have three months where they don't test off season at least, but that's that's if you go deep into playoffs, you still get three months out of the year. We're not tested at all, so everybody's like just juicing like a maniac in the NFL. But but um, 
but uh, but I think you can achieve a lot without it for sure. That being said, I I really think that they should uh, just stop messing around and allow athletes to do some enhancements because they will perform better. They'll be better off and they'll be more healthy and it'll preserve their bodies. If it's done under medical supervision. Hey, I don't 100%. think Hunter looks like he's juicing just for the record. I'm looking through some photos here. Hunter is ridiculously jacked, especially for a guy that is running the distances he's running. He, he used to be. Most, he used to be. He used to be. That's, that body's insane for a guy that can run that much. Insane. So I don't know. He, it, I mean, I know I don't think he's juicing, but I'm just saying that's ridiculous. Look, 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 at, look, at his titties. look how small his titties are here. Go back up so we can get a size comparison of, of your guy's champion. <laughs> yeah, that was a great photo. Oh, where is that? This one? <laughs> oh, you're mean. You're a mean man, Mr. Hunter. He's actually, he's probably one of the nicest crossfitters that I ever hung out with. I don't good. think I, I, I would be, I don't think it's good personally. I, I wouldn't want to mess with my hormones. I don't, I, I don't want. Yeah. But if you're, who, who, I, don't want, athlete, I think it's so much of who I am. Just my, I, I don't want, I feel so stable. Just be like fluid and natural. Any extra muscle tone will get between that. Say that again. Want, One more want, time. You want your body to be fluid and natural and ex any extra muscle tone will get in the way of your, you know, your deep thoughts and your podcasts. You can't have that drain. <laughs> I'm gonna get fucking massive. Caller, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. All right, we'll see you. Bye. All right, bye. Who's calling you now? Mr. Fields, speak your mind. What's up? Hey, how, how, you, uh, how you doing, Savon? What's up? I'm good. I, I, it, Turn into the podcast. I'm good. Hunter hey. has a beautiful body, and I was just ogling it on the internet. Hard, dude. Nice. Um, so I heard you guys talking about like I guess PEDs and like gear and steroids and CrossFit. Yes. Um, isn't it really obvious that basically every chick is on it? No. Like when you look at their core and just like how thick their abs are, especially like how square they are, their caps or their delts are all capped. To me, like when you look at Tia Claire Toomey, it's like extremely obvious. She's obviously on shit. My, my wife is crazy jacked and doesn't even work out that hard, but she has a, she has a pretty gnarly ice skating background. And so specifically her calves are just ridiculous, but also her, yeah, shoulders, no, I, I, her shoulders and arms. And I saw this video one time of Brooke Entz in a kitchen somewhere and she was w cooking with her mom. And she goes for all the people who've ever accused me of being on steroids. I want to show you something. And her mom's like this old lady and she goes, mom, pull up your sleeve. And her mom pulls up her sleeve and she flexes her arm and it fucking looked like Brooke Entz's arm. Now you're right. Maybe her mom's all juiced up too. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, like look the, at Hunter's to be winding honest, up. Look at Hunter's <laughs> winding up. <laughs> He's getting he, Hunter was totally on your bandwagon. He thinks fucking everyone and their mom is juiced to the gills. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm, admit, like when, I'm in denial, but I, I, but I don't think so. I, you're definitely not, but like yeah. I say, Haley Adams, like to me, of the ones who look um, natural, Fikowski looks pretty natural. Um, Haley wait, Adams wait, wait, looks natural. Wait, wait, did you say Fikowski looks natural? Yeah, he's not. He's not thick enough. He doesn't have that thickness. His delts aren't capped. What did you say, Hunter? I said he's the leanest and most muscular. He's probably the heaviest and leanest person at the at the CrossFit Games. Yeah, two two seventeen or something last year. 
I don't think I mean, Fakowski's I, I, on anything. How about this, though? How about this? Sorry to interrupt. Um, Dave Castro, yeah. um, I saw him do double-unders for fucking two minutes straight against, this is back in 2010 in Tahoe, against 15 CrossFit Games athletes. Miko, Rich, the, the, everyone's there. And he did, I think he won the double-under challenge. The fucking dude, and he's an amazing fucking ruck runner. He has no calves. Ooh. None. Ooh. I, well, My dick is thicker than his fucking calf, whatever muscle that is. And yeah, Castro is. I mean, I run. I'm on fucking SEAL Team Six, like Castro was, but my calves are like pretty average. So I see what you're getting at. His, his aren't but, even um, average. His aren't even average. Nice, nice. See that definition, baby. Oh, his, okay. Dave's aren't even average. And so I just uh, can't there be just a broad <laughs> spectrum, like of. I mean, and like look at pictures nah, of dude, Dan when you Bailey. Look at, chicks, look at Dan Bailey when he was in high school. Dan Bailey's on everything in the world, bro. I don't give a fuck, dude. It's so obvious. He's 18 inch or eight, maybe even 19 inch biceps. Look at but him in high school. Look at his high school pictures when he was running. Track. Women, women that look like dudes are probably on shit. That's just, <laughs> it is what it is. Right. Like, so I don't know. I just want to throw that in. Thank you for having me in. Yeah. I appreciate your, I appreciate your opinion. See you boys. Bye. Women who look, I like women who look like dudes. It allows me to, to experiment with my homosexual desires. Women who look like dudes. <laughs> oh, I just, whenever I hear anyone accusing someone of being on steroids, I just think they're juice to the gills. Just think God, I, I really like that girl. My body. Yeah, I know you do. Okay. Okay. How about this? How about this? Let's, let's, let's talk about this really quick. Can we get a look at no, this is not as fun as that. We're going to look at this. This is, a, this is a meme of Bill Gates, and it says, the world is overpopulated. I want to save your life. And I thought it was so poignant here. I was tripping on this because this guy is like the big, I want to save your life. I want to save everyone's life in all these countries, and I want to save the world from malaria and, and, and AIDS and, and from COVID. But, but he also is like a big proponent of the world being overpopulated. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's interesting. I, I like the meme. I think it's powerful. It's basically saying that there's a contradiction in what he's saying, which should make you nervous about taking injections from this guy. Meaning he if, the, if he saves your lives, it's going to continue to grow the population. Uh, no, he, right. Yes, yes. Meaning why would the guy who's trying to save lives also be like the overpopulated guy? I mean, I, I get it. I give him some wiggle room. It's not just like just cut and dry. But it's um, these mass diseases are meant to be kind of like a rake picking up the leaves that were supposed to be kind of pulled away. Wow. Did you just make that up on the fly? No, I've said it before. It, oh, it's, it's, nice. it's kind of it, it, it's, you know, or like the wind, like if those, those those leaves that were supposed to fall off the tree and they're just kind of hanging on there, takes a good yeah. gust of wind to push them off. And it sounds really fucked up, but you can't have so many people like the world just filled with mass disease and medical science pushing them forward and holding, like keeping them holding on a little bit longer. Then all of a sudden something like this, that's obviously a little bit stronger than, you know, the normal cold. It, it's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to kind of really knock those people out and it's just going to keep on happening as medical science gets better. And then all of a sudden, you know, the diseases that come along with it, they're going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. They're going to hit harder and harder and harder. Um, for people like you and I that really take care of ourselves, it's just going to be like a fucking shitty headache, some chills and all that kind of stuff. But it's fucked up. Have you I mean, had COVID? 
maybe two or three times or maybe zero times. Did you did you ever have sex when you were on COVID? No. No. I don't think so. I had this I got something that on Christmas Eve and it hit me I woke up the next morning and I was like, "Oh fuck." And then I went down to the couch, curled up in a ball, and then I watched the movie The Game with Michael Douglas, and there was this scene where he shot his brother. And I was so fucked up. I was like I was like at the peak of my trip. I was like, uh, like my body was going to explode. And then I shed some. You man- rolled off the couch. <laughs> yeah. I shed some man tears. Like, like one squinted out tear came down my cheek. And I can't tell if it was because of the movie or because of COVID, but that was my peak. And then after that, I was fine. I, um, I, I've been sick for about a month now, but, but I like this kind of sickness. It's the, um, like the sniffle cough. It's it's the kind where you know where mucus just moves around really nice, like you can cough big, thick yellow lugs, oh. you snore. I love and it's kind of got like a nice taste to it, like your boogers. And e- like all my everything's moving around nicely. You know what I mean? There's no like I'm totally congested, but it's not a headache and it's moving. Like yesterday, I yesterday did a hundred thrusters with a 30 pound dumbbell, just one. I know you're gonna think I'm a pussy, but I am so sore from that. That's I didn't bad. put the dumb. I didn't put the dumbbell down. I took a 30-pound dumbbell, and I did five thrusters with this hand, and then on the top, I lowered with this hand. Straight, not stopping. And I am so sore today, but I do that shit. Like, that's just a sick workout. What? That's a good workout. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you. Because I'm fitty, or it's just a good workout? It's just a good workout. I think really, like, the next chapter of my life is going to be the kind of thing where I walk into the gym, and I'm going to say, hey, I've got 45 minutes. I'm going to do as many bench press at my body weight as possible or as many pull-ups as possible, or just do, you know, a hundred dumbbell thrusters with a 50 pound, 35 pound, whatever the fuck it is for time. Well, I just, my, my, I didn't even do it for time, but my thing was, is you can't put the dumbbell down. Well, yeah, that's still your constant constant movement. You're doing your thing. Yeah. I just started bench pressing again for the first time in, I don't know how many years, but I started bench pressing again. Yeah. I really enjoy it. It's the greatest movement since sliced bread. I do, uh, but I but I still don't like to do. I still like to be moving. Like I like to do. I put like one thirty five. I'll do ten reps, then I'll go over and I'll do ten pull ups, and then I'll walk back over and do ten bench, and I'll just walk back and forth. I still don't like to like. I don't. I don't. I still don't want to like. You don't want to do bench. Awesome I don't want to have like. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to have an awesome. Do you take time off? Like, will you bench and then wait, sit around for two minutes, and then to when get like, like to the proper cool. rest? When I was younger, I just was like one of those people that just like grabbed the bar. Like whenever I just got like expired, I was like, Argh! I just like couldn't help it. And then all of a sudden, once I started doing more reading and then once I got a couple of really good strength coaches working with me, um, you just learn how rest makes a huge difference. Like I trained with Martin. in between, in between sets. Yeah. I trained with oh, Martin. shit. Fick- so, sorry. Sorry. Fikowski's calling. Sorry. Yeah. I apologize. You're more important than Fikowski, but he doesn't call very often. Uh, Brent, hi. Juiced? Are you juiced or not juiced, Brent? Uh, well, yeah, obviously not. Uh, CrossFitters are vigorously tested, unlike uh, you know some other athletes. Oh, so was, it, was that a shot at Hunter, Brent? Are you saying that you're fitter than CrossFitters are fitter than other big? Like as a big man, you're more fit than um, Hunter McIntyre here. Well, I mean, uh, first in the pudding, um, how did you do at the CrossFit Games? Uh, Hunter, how did you do at the CrossFit Games? I did great. He did great. He did great, Brent. And I don't appreciate you calling from fucking China and attacking my guest. I know he looks like he's from Canada, but he's not. Get fucked. <laughs> Sorry, that came right off my chest. I couldn't help myself. 
Okay, Brent, your turn. Would you, is there anything you'd like to say? And I do appreciate you calling. It does help the ratings on the show a lot. It does. Well, I'd like to start off by saying um, sliced bread uh, was invented in the early 1900s, and um, the bench press has been along far longer. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, I'd also like to say, um, uh, is it true that there was a, a leak a week out of CrossFit HQ? Um, hard to believe it was uh, uh, CrossFit.com slash Super Secrets. Uh, anyways, uh, and uh, there was a leak. Email. Let me let me pull it up here a second. Uh, it's it's between Greg and some marketing. Oh, excuse me. What? No, we're we're waiting on you, Brent. You have we're we're hanging on your every word. Go on, please. This is amazing. Well, it's, it's between it's between Greg and marketing, and it said, uh, "Oh, here it is." I oh, want to. Brent, someone thinks that you're actually Barack Obama. Why does Brent Fikowski sound like Obama? But go on anyway. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go on. Got to give a little flair to the Brent thing. Brent's kind of a, you know, he's like somebody high on Ambien all the time. But uh, so it said that, uh, that they pulled uh, Hunter in because they wanted to see how someone, oh, yeah, here it is, someone who's clearly on steroids does against a vigorously tested uh, group of athletes. Ah, I see. So Hunter was the one who was juiced up. Hunter, okay. So all CrossFit athletes are natural, and Hunter was juiced up, and that was a, a test that Greg wanted to do to see if a juiced-up Hunter could beat all the natural games athletes. This is – Brent, I really appreciate you calling in with the leaked email. I know you're part of the FFAA, CCAA, um, Fitness Alliance that's, that supports athletes, and I'm glad you're willing to call out Hunter on I'm his – I'm curious um, to know what the noise – I haven't been listening to what he's been saying, but what's the noise in the background, dude? That guy kills. He kills cows for a living, and those are like live cows being ground up in a grinder. I have one more thing. One more thing for you, uh, uh Mr. Hunter. Oh, here What's we go. The noise, bro. Uh, it's a hydraulic system. One more thing, Mr. Hunter. Uh, how, how's your uh, training for the uh, earning your spot to cross the game going? I'm not. Brent, okay, you cannot call and be hostile to my guests. Yeah. Factory workers calling me on your fucking hotline just to heckle me. It was no, that was Brent Fikowski. He's got a side job. He works in a uh, a slaughterhouse. Good for him. <sighs> I'm so That's sorry, Hunter. You deserve better. If I you went did, through all these comments, the majority of them are just mean people. We're world, you're you're a world record holder. This guy drove Hunter away. Yeah, he no Hunter's got like. I don't know what he's doing over there. He goes over there to lube something every few minutes. Or, or maybe he has a model airplane over there and he's just laying coats of paint on it off to the side. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. Hunter doesn't care about CrossFit. JewTube. Oh, JewTube. I, lo- I love good Jewish listeners. Thank you, JewTube. You have a yeah, very I'm... heavy, heavily biased male listener and comment. I know. I know. It sucks. What does that mean it about sucks. you? You know, you know what blows my mind? So our training company, we have like 10% female clients. We have almost no female clients. Our supplement company, the majority of the buyers are females, which blew my mind. I was actually pretty excited that girls were actually interested in some of the stuff that I was doing. What does it mean about you and the content that you're producing that girls just don't care to listen? Are you going to respond? No, I don't want to. I don't want, I don't like my guesses. (laughs) 
all of these dudes want to just lay naked with me and run their fingers through my beard. I, I, I totally, I get it. I know what's going on. That's good shit. That's good I, shit. I totally get it, and I'm okay with it. If it's what I have to do, it's what I have to do. Hey, there was a, there was a lady. I'm trying to find the article. You have a community, dude. That's awesome. Even if it's all I, dudes. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I don't know. Do I have a, is there a community? I have no, look at Rachel Kenny. Look at, I'm pretty, most girls suck. Oh, there we go. At least the good I, ones do. Um, I'm pretty impressed. Every time I do this, people that I don't even know, listen to stuff, anything, contact me. And they're like, dude, I just heard you on the Savant show. And I'm like, you, I don't, you don't even have ears. Like, I'm <laughs> uh, you're listening. Mike Anderson. From yes, from Malibu. yes, good dude, good dude. He yes, me the other day he was like, I was yes. listening to you on the Savon podcast. And I was like, wow, and he's a great dude. Oh, look at another redhead, Elisa McGuire. Maybe that's the girl um, I've been showing videos of. That would be solid. If hey. your number one female fan was the girl that you've been looking at all the time, God, that would be amazing. Uh, Mark, uh, great comment, Mark. And, and that's why this will probably be the Hunter's last visit to the show. He is not a biologist and he keeps swinging his dick around like he is one. And you know what? Like, um, these sideways, like comments are just harsh. Look at you just sifted the bottom of the lake for all the women. They're like, Oh, what are you talking about? Like, hey, I'm, right here. The, like, I'm right here. Yeah. Right here. Listen up. So what does the rest of your day consist of? Just so I'm clear. I'm going to as soon as soon as honestly, as soon as I get off here, I'm going to uh, get dressed. Well, I'm, I am dressed. I'm going to put on some. Actually, I don't even know if I'll put on shoes because I'm at the beach. I'll walk those bar right down on the beach and I'll go have a Bloody Mary. Really? Yeah. And normally I like and that's way off off. Like I don't I, I'm, I would consider myself a non drinker, but I will go straight and have a Bloody Mary at this bar that's right on the beach. Then I will come back to the house and I'll get the kid. It'll be, it's in the morning here. It's early here. It'll be eight 30. We'll get off in 10 minutes. It'll be eight 30. I'll drink my first bloody Mary of the day. Then I'll get the kids and I'll walk two miles with them and skate along the boardwalk. Cause the boardwalk's empty. Cause it's Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. And they'll skateboard. It's not school. Is it? Spring no, break? no, 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 no good kids go to school. No, no kids. No, my kids will never, ever, ever go to school. They're doing school right now. They do something called Kumon. Cool. And and uh, it's what Japanese kids do. Enough said. Enough said. Japanese culture right here in Southern California. We're living. And and uh, they'll, so they'll do Kumon, and then and then I'll, from there they'll skateboard, and I'll walk with them, and I'll pretend not to look at like people riding by me, dudes with good bodies and girls in bikinis, like doing you know what I mean, the SoCal trust fund fucking smoke show that's around here. And then um and then I'll come back and I'll get another Bloody Mary, and then I'll come back to the house. And I'll, by then it'll probably be like 10 30 or 11 and I'll have a good buzz on and, and I'll work, I'll do some sort of workout. And, uh, the benefactor yesterday dropped off two 30 pound dumbbells. So I feel obligated to use them. So I was thinking about actually doing, um, five burpees and then, uh, with the 35 pound dumbbells doing 10 curl presses or something. Some man maker type stuff. You should 20 rounds, 20 rounds. So I end up doing hundred burpees. Yeah. But with some bicep and then I'll go to, and then I'll go back and get another bloody Mary. And then I'll go to the beach and hang out all day. That's it. To life. Have you, have you, did you uh, go to chalk yet? Have you been to chalk yet? No, that's a uh, Ryan Fisher's place. Yeah. You should check that out. It's a good space. I'm not really, uh, no. I yeah. mean, I like Ryan Fisher and I want to do it, but like, I'm, I'm too, one, I'm too scared, but two, like, I don't want to get in my car. I'm just chilling here. 
And the whole time I'll be on my phone talking to people. Like, so as soon as we get off here, so there'll be two things going on. Then I'll call like Matt Souza, the producer, the executive producer of the show. And I'll be like, Hey dude, you're an asshole for not running the back end. How was Hunter a shit guest? Should we have him on again? And we're like, we'll talk a little business. What's our next sponsor look like? Yes. And then I'll be, and then I'll be constantly like going through my DMS, looking for stuff that people think that I should have on the show. So that's going, Oh, that's going on also. Yeah, look, Sousa was just here. Sousa, the routine's gotten so much tighter since you left. I liked having you here, and I miss you, but there's it's gotten so much tighter. So much. So you, you, yeah. you should come back. You, you have just, some actual, like, some diehards, because that person is straight up listening and responding in the moment. Who? Sousa. Oh, that's the executive producer. He should be, on, oh, he should be in the background right now running the show. The, the reason why this show is so fucked up is because I have to be um, pulling up clips at the same time I'm talking to you. Oh, this is just fucking ridiculous. You want me to, you want to do, should I bash this person right now? Get him. Get him good. Okay, let's look at this. Oh, shit, I lost it. Oh, no, here it is. Here it is. Okay, here we go. I feel like hot trash. You do? You look good. Thanks, thanks. Needed that. Hey, this is, uh, this is probably the most callers we've had for a live call-in show, and I'm going to credit um, Hunter McIntyre the um, renaissance man um, for, for that uh, activation on the crowd. How can I help you? Do this. And you're, and you're calling from work, which is really fucked up. <laughs> Hunter, how's it going? How are you? How are you? Big admirer of that jawline. Thank you. You too? Like, you to too? I did this thing's Razor Ramon right here. Hey, so I was wrong, Hunter. I said they want to run my fingers through my callers. Want, my listeners want to run their fingers through my beard. He want, This guy wants to run it through your pubes. There we go, dude. I actually just trimmed those things down for the race this weekend. You know, you got nothing. I mean, how could I not? Look, look, at, look at the guy's a specimen. He is. Thank you. Thank you. Is Hunter done with CrossFit? For now, I think I'm done with almost everything. I've uh, tested all balance, and now I kind of just want to go on an adventure. I like this stuff more. I can wake up in the morning, chat for a bit. This is more conducive to my mind and my lifestyle, and then go do a little workout, do some work, all that kind of stuff. Definitely having a lot more fun doing this. My knees don't hurt. My back don't hurt. It'd be nice if we could somehow do like a pay-per-view, maybe revisit that feud between you and uh, Fatowski. Oh, I mean, he and I actually are friends now. Like every once in a while, we'll just like hit each other up and chat. So there's no more beef there. But this weekend, if you want to see teeth getting knocked into the fucking sand, watch your boy. And supposedly there's this little muscle hobbit that I'm going to fuck up this weekend. Hey, careful, careful. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> he, I used to be. Wait, who, who's, the, who's the muscle hobbit? Is, is I think it's actually a compliment. I think it's actually, I'm going to take it as a compliment. He started beef with me. It's going to be a great weekend. There's going to be, you know, tears of the sun, if you know what I mean. Shit's going to be intense. If you want to see me go out. I, 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 have, one, I have one last question, I guess. Yeah, go for it. Did you ever do the Broken Skull Ranch where um, there was a physical portion, right? What, it was, there, were a little, there were a bunch of obstacles. I think you, I remember seeing you do like the endurance portion. But wasn't there like a physical, like you would you would wrestle or fight over, like in, in like an octagon? Did you ever partake in that? I did it all three seasons. So you so you actually did the physical portion where you're like pretty much wrestling 
your the, the person you're competing with outside of like that sand pit, right? Yeah, I had to wrestle. I had to do strongman contests. We had to do it all three seasons. So there was nothing that you didn't do, right, Hunter? That's what he's asking. He said it, you did the whole thing, to, and you were, and you were the best ever at that too, right? You destroyed the great Tommy Hackenbrook at it. Tommy Hack went down. Tommy's a good friend of mine too now. Uh, yeah, dude, every single yeah, time. You, you you obviously have the endurance. I just I I want to see the physical piece. That's cool. I, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. He's soft. He doesn't have the physical piece. He faked it. What he would do is, and he got busted for it, and that's what canceled the show. Hunter would rub himself down with Vaseline so no one could grab him, <laughs> and that that made the whole show. Um, that was like the scandal over there at at Brokeback Mountain. My nickname oh, is yeah. Boxing well, Cat. So hey, 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 anything for viewers, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, how can seriously though? Are, we, are you making fun of him? How could you not think he would be good at the physical? He's a fucking hoss. He was two seventeen well, at the like, CrossFit Games. He said that's that's as big as they come. I mean, a lot of the people you see in like the UFC, they don't look like Hunter. You know, I mean, he's got the abs, he's got the look, but and he's got a huge ass how he's too. Seen, he's got a huge ass. But is he tough? But is he is he physically tough? He is. He's a fucking drug. He's a refined drug addict. Yes. He bounced his. He bounced his. It's all on episode. It's recorded. Three fucking seasons of it. You're asking questions. I can just fucking let you watch. Hey, don't ruin the show, Hunter. You don't be rude to my guests. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, guests. He thinks he can be rude to you because I'm jumping down your throat. Three years in a row undefeated. He's like, is he tough? Yeah. Hey, he's tough. He bounced it. In the beginning of the show, he told us he was he was coming down off a coke bender and he bounced his face off a urinal. And that's actually how he got COVID. That is and his first and his first taste of semen. I wasn't trying to be hostile. It it, literally, you can watch every single episode. We we did it for three seasons where I had to go through the pit, through the strongman thing, to the broken, uh, to the skullbuster. One, two. Did you lose the wrestling match at the Spartan Games? Yeah, I lost this season. I went to finals and went up against a guy who was a really good wrestler. Wait, I don't. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, it's it's all out. the The last episode for the whole show comes out tomorrow. It's a terrible show. It, it is. is? Like, it's so bad. Like I would promote it on here if it wasn't bad because it would make me look good. But it is so poorly done that it is like you took hundreds of thousands of dollars and you basically just threw it in a trash. And then put gasoline on it and lit it on fire. You just ruined. Well, the they shit. sent it to you. What's that? They sent it to you. Sent it to me. No, I didn't really get paid that much money, dude. I think I got paid five thousand dollars, seven thousand dollars for that thing. It was like it was insignificant oh, amount of money. I heard you did. I heard you were awesome. I can't remember which CrossFitter there. Someone told me that was one of the athletes who was in it said you were dope. Christian. Christian was my roommate. We had a freaking Christian. Blast. Who? Harris. Oh yeah, maybe it was him. Okay, okay, okay. Christian was such a cool guy. I feel bad. Christian Harris is the strongest dude on the planet. And the way that they did the programming, they basically beat him the shit out of him all weekend long before you got to the events that could have tested him. Just the programming was, they should have like done every other, like endurance, strength, endurance, strength. So the programming sucked, everything. Like I, I wish I watched Christian be able to have the ability where they showed his power because that dude could probably power clean like close to 400 pounds. Oh, well, yeah. He's a, he's a freak. Yeah. So he was such a stud. Like watching him compete and everything, I was like, man, they're just, I don't know. Yeah. It'd be like taking. So there, like, there's no, there's no other like competition like that on the horizon for you where you can test on TV and maybe win some, some major cash. No, nah, dude. I, hey, I, I, he I, should I, do porn. 
Hunter yeah. should do There's got to be something. And he I lives mean, you, in you, the got the, you got the look. You got the athleticism. He lives in the There's porn capital. He lives in the porn capital of the United States. He should do porn. Caller, thank you for getting to the bottom of that, and uh, we'll send you a um, some money for giving Hunter career advice. Yeah, uh, you're not allowed to call twice in one show. What what can you possibly need? I I, I sorry, Savon, I had to because um, I'm a big Hunter fan, and I just wanted to continue the rant on how bad Spartan Games is and just how bad their media is. And I'm not trying to be like all negative and shit. Um, it's unbearably bad. Like I was super excited to watch it. Why um, do you the think the people bros, making it don't care? Like, why do you think it's they so have bad? no clue what they have no clue what they're doing? The Buttery Bros apparently set up and did like the production and everything, and it's so fucking bad. It honestly blows my mind. Like, even because I do music, but the Buttery Bros were there it, filming their own independent thing, and the Buttery Bros should have taken it on because the Buttery Bros do a good job. Did Simone, oh did you, shit? Did you make the documentaries? Yes, I, I was. I, I I produced the documentaries. Heber and Marsden were the. Well, Heber and Marsden were the, the the tour de force behind them. They were the directors. They did the majority of the filming. They're they're fucking hardworking dudes. Dude, you guys oh, made okay. such incredible content and I the mean, storyline and the arc of it all and the characters and yeah. highlighting the, the significance of the workout. It all was understandable for even people like if I sat my dad on the couch who knows nothing about CrossFit, he would understand. The the Spartan Games, there's there's no continu- like, there's there's no <laughs> continuation of a storyline. It's always shifting around. This asshole David Watson is is like trying to be the next Steve Irwin. And uh, Who, who's that? Is that one? Is that one of the athletes? No, he's 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 a fucking idiot. I don't even know what he does for the company. He is supposedly the director. He makes it look bad. He just makes it look so bad. And he's so oh, so crazy. there's the host of the show, like maybe like The Bachelor would have? Yes, yes. And okay. he is as embarrassing as The Bachelor. Like, you know, you know, he just doesn't really know how to get the sport um, off the ground and doesn't know how to tell the story of what's going on. So Savan, imagine in the middle uh, – continue on or sorry? No, no, I'm done. Uh, Savan, I was just going to say, imagine in the middle of the fucking CrossFit games, imagine they just started changing the rules and imagine like, dude, Hunter wanted to go back and look at film and they simply didn't let him look back and go on, like go back and look at film because they knew it would make them look bad and they knew he was right. And so was but DJ. They show that? That's good drama for the show. Do they show that in the show? They did. That. In season they did one, that. they did. Yeah. They, like it would they, be good drama to see Joe and Hunter fighting and, and Joe being like, no, that's not, you know what I mean? It was yeah. I don't know. It's you just convinced me it's good. Media guys. Is a Both joke, you guys bro. just convinced me it's good. Well, it's not. It's like it's it's super unprofessional. Like Savant, as someone since you're in a production, um, I'm assuming, um, like even as a watcher, the fucking audio levels will go from super quiet to super loud. Like no transitions. It's just very odd. Hey, um, speaking of which, my kids watch a lot of movies, um, on Friday and Saturday nights, and. Who does the audio for movies? Um, usually just it's, like sound engineers and sound designers. I I do sound design myself. It's so bad. It's so it's not well. They, they need to do it using a TV set and not headphones and not monitors. All the Disney movies are completely fucked. The music's so loud, but then the voices are so soft. So like you're always going into the room where the kids are and like turning it up or turning it down, turning it up or turning it down. Even even the, the last Bond movie was unwatchable. I watched an hour of it and had to turn it off because the audio levels were all over the fucking place. So something that like a really good music producer will do is they will in the studio like Kanye even did this. Um, in the studio, Kanye. you know, you listen, you, you listen on your monitors and all that shit. 
but you always test out like the final master in your car because that's how people are going to listen to it. Or mm. even like on, I realistic. Mm, I like that. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you guys for having me on again. Sorry for being annoying. Yeah, no, it's fine. That's, everyone <laughs> on the show is annoying. Of course. Yeah. Bye. Love you. It was nice talking to you again. Call back anytime. I was just joking about not being a limit of how many times you call in. It's so skewed to Spartan athletes. It's not a test of true fitness. Patrick Clark. Patrick. Adam Blakesley. Sevon, every mayhem and buttery bro video is like that with the music and voices. Thank you, Adam. Crisp. Ah, Christine Y. It's so bad. It's good. Do you know okay, people? guys, we made it 96 minutes. Um, this was a, uh, you guys didn't know this, but this was a job interview to Hunter. Um, this is the, I invited him to come on the show two, after he complained that I don't invite him to come on the show, I invited him on two times and he blew me off. Then the third time he came on, he, on, he had a mental breakdown. And then now this is the fourth time. And so um, feel free to go. In, I don't actually ask you guys normally to go into the YouTube comments. I don't think I ever have after 400 shows or however many I've done. But please go into the YouTube comments and rate Hunter's performance. Uh, F being um, horrible and A being um, acceptable. You just you just want to just put your head up inside of his sweaty shirt um, and, and, and drink the nectar from between his breasts. All right. Love you guys. Peace. Oh, go buy a T-shirt, a CEO T-shirt while they're in stock. They're not going to be in stock for long. We're going to switch to the next ones. You hear me? You want one. They're dope. I only have one. I, yeah, I am going to I need, do need to send you one. They're dope. They're so gangster. Oh, wait. There's a, oh, uh, Dylan Vowell, one of our listeners, is fighting on May 6th. I got to get Dylan on the show. Dylan, don't let that slip through the cracks. I'm on vacation and I'm drinking, so my brain isn't like functioning, but I can't let you slip through the cracks. I got to have you on. Uh, and he is um, Dylan Vowell, one of our listeners, is fighting on May 6th. Had some other notes here. Shirts, Dylan Vowell. Okay. And uh, all right. Thank you, Hunter. Good seeing you.